Welcome to Unfiltered. 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 Yeah, welcome to Unfiltered. You want to restart that? I clicked on the 30 second one, not the minute one. You want, you want, you, you, you want to kill it and restart it, bro? Bro, nah, let's, just, let's, let's just rock, bro. This, this is what we do, bro. Let it rock, bro. What's up, y'all? Welcome to a filter, or yeah, like I always say, welcome back to a filter. We appreciate y'all being here with us. Um, this week for another episode, you know, uh, y'all make sure you y'all don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, do everything that you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, uh, we our audience might be small, quote unquote, but it's an audience nonetheless. <laughs> and we know that y'all are there. We know that y'all listening and all that. Um, and apparently y'all like hearing what we have to say. So, like I said, like, comment, share, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your cousins, your sisters, your brothers, your family members, everybody. You know what I'm saying? We're here. And, um... If y'all didn't see on the Instagram post that that we put out on Sunday, um, our new showtimes, our, our time, the time will be the same, but the days is every Monday now. Every Monday, uh, 6.30 to, I don't know, the shows will be about an hour, half an hour, whatever, but expect us Monday, 6.30 p.m. Uh, we're working hard, be more consistent, be there for y'all, all that. Um, but yeah, let me say hi to my people, bro. What's going on with you, Dar? What's, what's up with you, bro? Hello. I'm all good. How you doing? Fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. By the way, just a little plug. She is legal in a couple of days. So y'all make sure y'all send your put we'll put a cash app somewhere. I don't know where we're gonna put a cash app. We'll nah, figure she's out like she's app. like she's like super legal. Cause I'm legal. I'm legal, bro. Right, I'm 21 legal. Super legal, bro. Okay. Thank you. She's, she's holding red cup legal. That's what she is. Those solo cups legal. That's what she is. All right, bro. What's up, Dylan? What's up with you, bro? What they do, man? Hey, man. Say, man. What's going on? Welcome to the dip on Yang. All right, let me stop playing with y'all. <laughs> now, what's up with y'all, though, you know? Um, we talking about working today, you know what I'm saying? Uh, this is a topic that I think is a very interesting topic because... You know, a lot of the stuff that we do, we do a lot of things that we don't know. Okay, that was a bad way. (laughs) (laughs) But there's a lot of things that we do, but we don't even know the things, or we don't know how to do it the right way, or why we do it, or have any knowledge on the things that we do. So basically, you know, let's have that conversation about worship, because a lot of people don't necessarily have a strong foundation or a strong understanding about worship so let's do that amen 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 what's good with you sue what's going on what's the word you already know what it is bro what's good with you bro i'm cool bro i'm cool bro saying just checking on everybody now we're gonna check on this guy real quick i don't know if he's in the in the area or not is is double r available yo what's going on bro are you outside? No, I'm in the, uh, the room. You said what? I'm in the room, guys. You're in the are you are you on your bed, bro? Yeah. Hi, right, bro. Gonna give you a pass just for today. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right, then. Let's not delay any longer. Let's get this thing started. Like Dylan mentioned, um, today we are talking about worship. Everything having to do with worship, what it is, how to do it, the differences, all those, all that mess, all that stuff, you know. Uh, and like Dylan, Dylan mentioned, um, as far as things that we do and we don't really know, you know, um, your worship, as your worship in general, I won't even just say to God, your worship in general means that much more when you know why you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of people worship 
people or worship things. They don't know that they worship people or they worship things. And then when you bring that subject to them, they're like, oh, what? Because saying that, that word worship, you know, that's that's something that you give. That's a word that you use. That's a phrase that you use to something that you give to a high standard, high authority, high power, whatever you want to, whatever um, way you want to associate it, you know. And uh, it's not something that, you, it's not a word that can be used lightly. You can't just walk up to somebody and say, oh, I worship him, I worship her. because it says two things. One, it says how you feel about the person. Actually, three things. It says how you feel about the person. It says what they do for you, for, for you to feel that way about them. And then it says what you're willing to do because of the way that they make you feel. Because of that, because of how you feel about that person. Because of what they've done in your life. Because of what you've recognized by what they've done. Or what it has done. Whatever that thing might be. You know. Um, and so, yeah, that's why worship... Um, in general is so deep and it doesn't matter where you're coming from what group what club whether you, you can be christian catholic muslim hindu jew atheist agnostic whoever you want to be you know what I'm saying that that thing of worship is something that we all um deal with it's something that i don't know if we all understand but it's definitely something that we all do um and so i'd say that's just let's let's just get into it any Thoughts, comments, questions, concerns before we get started. Nope, 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 nope. Alrighty then. So then, to begin, let's go for the basics. We started with, I didn't even think I put it there, bro. There's how do we worship. But I'd say before we even get to how we worship, what is worship? Let's start there. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a go, yeah, yeah, answer that question. I'm going to get it in. I'm going to put it no, in. No, I got you. I got you. But y'all let me know. What do you, what? What is worship? What is that? Like, define worship for me. You can use Oxford. You can use your own experience or whatever. But let me know. What What, what, what do you think? An expression of adoration or reverence for a god. Mm. <clears throat> that is what the general public understands worship as. about you Tom? what is worship yeah i would i would agree with that i would say it's honor and like i don't know how i don't know how to pronounce it but it's h-o-m-a-g-e it's i don't but i know it means great like great respect and reverence just like susan i think and to do that i'll just say you have to sacrifice. So I'll say worship includes sacrifice. All right. Dylan, what about you, bro? What is worship? Um, what is too, bro? I would say it's definitely like um, a chop chop. Acknowledging well, this man don't understand, bro. I got I got that power, bro. <laughs> okay. Can you finish can you finish talking, please? Can I can I start please? So, um, I would say is that like it's it's reflecting, you know, it's reflecting and acknowledging who God is, you know, and it's having deep reverence for who God is. So, I would say part of you can't fully worship until you fully understand who God is. I would say that. Can you look into the camera when you talk? So, please <laughs> stop filming my man's bro. Oh my goodness! All right, then. All right, then. Uh, Rome. Last but not least, bro. What about you, bro? What is worship to you? What a guy, bro. That's a marvelous guy, bro. All right, bro. All right, bro. No, I'm saying to me, bro. You feel me? A younger like me, bro. You feel me, bro? You know what I'm saying? Youngers like me, bro. You know what I'm saying, bro? I believe, bro. Worship is like. Like it says, I think, um, um, making your body a sacrifice, bro. Like it says in the word of God, this is your true act of worship. You feel me? That respect and reverence. I think Sue was talking about, bro. You know what I'm saying, bro? In order for you to like make your body a little sacrifice, bro, kill your flesh every day, bro. You gotta have that that type of reverence and respect, that fear, fear of God. You know what I'm saying, bro? And that's you worshiping right there in that sense, bro. 
It's every decision you make, bro. Everything you abstain from and everything that you do, bro. It's a form of respect and reverence, bro. And therefore, you are worshiping. You feel me? I like that. I like that. But then, I actually want to go back to what Sue said. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even going to go as far as... Because I, I agree with what everybody's saying, but then I guess that points to one other question. If we go... Let's 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 go with Sue's definition. That adoration, that reverence, that... I think you use the word ad, admonition. Uh, even uh, Dar, she said, she said uh, homage, all that. Right? But then he said something at the end. He said, for a god for a god so does that insinuate that anything a person worships becomes their god is that wrong to say anything i worship is my god am i am i am i am i so if people say i worship this i worship that and this is the language that people use i mean it's, it's worship like i i i uh, I explained that, you know, in the beginning that it is a word that's very loaded, but people still do use it in general terms that they worship this, they worship that. So would you say that a person who worships something has made that thing their God? That? Uh, Wilfred, <clears throat> no, I wouldn't say that. Mm. And I wouldn't say that because... You know, either you're a god or you're not a god. You know what I mean? Like, you cannot make something your god if you cannot make something a god. Either you're either you're a god or you're not. You know, I'm. I <clears throat> I, I say no. That's uh. You can believe that that's your god. You know, but. You cannot make this thing your God if it's not a God already. Like, for example, back in Exodus in Egypt, these people made the gods of Egypt their God. The Egyptians made the gods of Egypt their gods. You feel me? But these guys, because these guys were gods already. And they, we knew they were gods, because even the Creator recognized them as gods. They called he, the Creator called them gods. Said, "I am coming to judge the gods of Egypt." So, now I wouldn't. Either you're a god or you're not a god. Why are you guys laughing at me? Not laughing at you. Bro. Uh, we not laughing at you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I got one. I got one question for Willie. Is it good, bro? Is bro. it good? Oh, you're eating. No, leave this. Leave him alone, bro. Willie, get your get your get your calories, that my boy. Scraping the plate. <laughs> he thought he was. Yeah. <laughs> it's hey, okay, bro. Finish, finish your finish your explanation, bro. Go ahead. I mean, but yeah, like you know, I've heard you know some people say sometimes that you spend too much time on the game, you've made it your god. You you spend too much time with your phone, and you've made it your god, you know. And I I just I say nay. You feel me? Like you cannot make something your cannot make something a god. You cannot make something your god if it's not a god already. You know, like now that's now that's this is this is where I have to go um, on a crossroads with you because I say that when God. Let's use your example of um, God judging the gods of Egypt in uh, Exodus. When God comes and he acknowledges them as gods, remember, God is the only God. It's that simple. God is the only God. So his acknowledgement of them being gods is not an acknowledgement that, oh, there's this God, there's this God, there's this God, there's this. No, not necessarily. His acknowledgement is that these, these, remember, these principalities, these powers, these fallen angels, we, we right, right. a whole other, you know, thing on that. But these principalities, powers, fallen angels, whatever, have created a system in Egypt in which, in which they are worshipped as though they were God or because there's more than them, plural, gods, okay, G, right? Mm, mm. And then throughout the Bible, we see that God is telling God, uppercase G, capitalized G, is telling 
Yahweh is telling mm. Israelites, do not fall into the temptations of such and such people and such and such people with their gods of stone who aren't alive. There are gods of this and this who are dead. Mm. There are gods of that and that who are like this. Is God acknowledging that stone carved in an image is a God? No. But his acknowledgement is that there is a system, a principality or a power behind it that is use that is that has influenced them in such a way where they make an image and they bow down to such image. We can use some uh I think the demon's name is Moloch in the Old Testament, where God says, Don't feed your children to the fire. Because in the past there was a it, it, in that in those days there was a pagan practice where to to appease the god Moloch or Malik or whatever his name was, um, they would literally sacrifice their children in a fire to feed this demon so that he could, you know, continue about his way and do all the stuff that he was doing or whatever, right? God, excuse me. We know he's not a god. We just know that they've, there's been a system. So then that, might, that question might be even further extended to where we say, would you say that the that that process of because here's the thing we're going to talk about how do we worship but if you're truly worshiping something can we say that this is something that you do on accident i mean Where if i say if i say like let's let's say me right let's say me right i decide to make this right here this this little end of the of the iphone charger right i decide to make this my god and i say that i I'm, I'm and i'm really worshiping this thing the way people would worship their idols and their whatever, 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 right? Would, would I, would, I don't, I don't, is it logical to say that, hey, you know, it was just something that happened by happenstance? Like, I don't think that's, that's, that's logical. You're saying okay. if I worship this cube, you're saying if I say I worship this cube, is that what you're saying? Not to say that I say that I worship it, but when we talk, we're about to speak, we're about to speak on how we worship, right? And so if I say that I worship this right here, this cube, this brick, this box, whatever word you want to use to call that end of the iPhone chart. Right? And I'm truly worshiping it. The same way people were truly worshiping the gods of Egypt, the same way people were truly worshiping the, the idols of stone. If I'm worshiping them in that same, if I'm worshiping this in that same manner, would it not be okay for me to say that I have made this my God? Well, for I, I, I'm not sure because back then in them days, right? These fallen principalities and powers were real entities behind what was going on, and as and and actually um, creating systems of how they wanted to be worshipped. Of course, like for example, today, like Steve Jobs is not a principality or a power. You know what I mean? Uh, what Sony is not a is not a principality or power. You know, until I see evidence otherwise. But I got, I got. You know, Walt Disney is not a principality or a power. And that, and that, you know, you, you could definitely take me to court on that, what I just said about Walt Disney, but, you know. <laughs> but the, 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 I, think, I think what you're missing is, is that um, it all starts from self, right? This man, Willie, is eating real good, bro. <laughs> but it all starts from self. So, yes. Walt Disney inherently is not a principality or power, but you can make it into one. For example, this, this is something that the enemy does. He uses your own desires, your own thoughts, and your own things and make and use those to influence you. So they're things of you already. And then that's when it becomes a principality and a power. So, for example, if I have an extreme desire, and I'm talking about fleshly desire to whatever like that, to go party, right? Let's say I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm young. I just want to go have fun <coughs> and do that. <laughs> Holy, bro. <laughs> bro. Stay focused, bro. But, like, if I want to, you know, go out and do all the <clears> time, <throat> you know what I'm saying? Again, at first, it could just be a fleshly thing, right? Right? But the end is going to see that, okay, this is what Dylan really want to do. Okay, we're going to make a principality out of it. So now I have an attachment to partying to a point where if you take partying away from me, I'm going to crash internally. That's that's when it becomes a principality. Right? I think the I think the think the word for that would be a, a stronghold, something that you have inside of your flesh that is leading you back to something in this world. You know what I'm saying? Like 
because the principalities and powers have you know clear definitions. You know, these are guys that fell. <clears throat> these are guys that's that ruled the air. You know, and these are guys with real like supernatural influences. Hey, that's the point. You know, what that's I mean, the thing, but, that's the thing though. They hide behind other things as well. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying what you're saying is wrong because it can be as well a stronghold, but the possibility for both are both as true, right? Because at the end of the day, the goal you have to focus on the goal is to separate you from God. That's 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 the goal. Nah, but yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this last thing, then we'll move on to the next question, unless uh, John wants to say something. Um, so you remember when, when I was speaking to you about? Uh, uh, actually, I was speaking to you about this this demon named uh, Malik, right? And or this this principality, this power, whatever. This is strong. I mean, that was strong. Really, right, right? Um, but yeah, but yeah, and um, we were, I, I, was, I was telling them that like this god didn't die, this god didn't disappear to Dylan's point, it just shifted positions. So, what used to be known as Malik is now called Planned Parenthood, where people will feed their children to the fire. Because they don't want it, and you see how people—they're worse. The people will die about my body, my choice. Even though the body inside your body isn't your body, but let's not go there. If we want to talk about abortion, that's for another day. I'm saying, um, and so like like Dylan was saying, this 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 spirit, this influence that was there, it all it did was shifted places. All it did was moved from. Literally, people would women would give birth, and the newborn babies that they have, screaming, crying, covered in afterbirth and all, would throw them right into a burning furnace, killing children after children after children after children. So, this is, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's an ongoing conversation. But then, on that note, let's talk about the, <laughs> let's talk about the how. Let's talk about the how. How exactly you, we know what it is? Okay, we already explained that that worship, that homage, that admonition, that that praise, that um, adoration, all that that we talk about, right? But now the question is, how? How do I do that? Okay, Willie. So whether I'm worshiping God or worshiping Satan, I'm worshiping whatever. What does that look like to worship? And now we'll, 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 we'll there'll, there'll be some probably a lot of extension questions on this. Y'all let me know. How do we worship? What does that look like? Is there a biblical way or do I just get down on my hands and knees and just say shabba-ba-ba a million times? Anybody? So I'll just say that um, I'm not going to give like practical ways to worship, but I will say like there is a way to worship because the Bible tells us that we're supposed to worship in spirit and in truth. That means there is a way that people do worship that is non-spirit and in truth, that is in flesh, and that is rooted in deception. So that's what I'll say, and then you guys can flesh that out. Worship in spirit and in truth. We'll touch on that one. Uh, but yeah. Rome, Sue, Dylan. You know I don't know how to worship. Uh, <laughs> All right, bro. That's real, though. That's you know, there's not in you know, that's, that's real. Though. That's the guy I was about to say. We'll teach you today, then. We'll teach you today, then. You know what I'm saying because I'll put it, let me put it, let's clear the air real quick. Let's clear the air real quick. Um, actually, I forgot even myself to define worship. I'm just gonna define it this way worship is a possible. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Worship the posture, bro. There we go. Worship is a posture. There's no way. Sue, go on mute, bro. No. There we go. Worship is a posture. Okay. It's a hard posture. So it's not because I move like this, I do this, I do this, and I say Jesus' name, Jesus Christ, like that one guy. Dylan, you know who I'm talking about, bro. Jesus Christ! 
it's not, I love you. I love you, God. It's, it's, it, oh, we need to get that bit. It's okay. It's not because I, I do that that I'm necessarily worshiping. It's not because I mention his name that I'm necessarily worshiping. Because I hope you notice a lot of people, oh, Dar is so beautiful. Oh, Dar is so this. Oh my goodness. She's so nice. She's so, she's so, she's so. And in their hearts, they're snakes. In their hearts, they think Dar is the, the wickedest witch of the West. Is there some truth behind mm, said, Dar, she, she, that Dar, that Dar, she wants money. She wants money, huh? I spent on my dollar. And she said I was $20. Hey. She's she don't have the materials. You don't have the materials. But that's 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 what I'm saying. So let's let's just clear the let's just clear the air on that one. You know what I'm saying? Is that worship is not just the words that come out of your mouth or the things that you do with your hands or your feet or any of that. Even the th- even the things you think is not necessarily worship. It's the posture of your heart towards whoever this person or image or being or whatever. Once your heart is there, everything else will follow. So, on that note, uh, yeah, Rome. Or- so, I, I got you. I got you, bro. I got you. Oh, so, Dylan, shut up, bro. Like, so, you know, you why are you fine, telling me? Bro. Where did my You about to give me real tight. Where, you about to give me real tight. Where did my mother, bro? Where did my mother? You about to give me real tight. I spent three days in New York. Suddenly, he's talking about hey, where did my mother. I'm saying, bro. And, and that's the fact because I got knowledge from New York, but I'm like, spelling on y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, beat this, bro. I like the fact that. All right, bro. All right, bro. Let me talk, bro. Look. The thing about worship is, is that this pastor said it like this, bro, and it applies, it applies all the time. He said your bibliography, bear me, bear me, your bibliography affects your theology, which affects your anthropology. That's your body, spell your it, anthropology. Spell that, bro. Spell that, bro. It's not, it's not spelling B, but Asu, which affects your anthropology. Your anthropology affects your psychology, and your psychology affects your sociology. So basically, to make it short, your understanding of the word influences your what you do. It influences the way you think and the way you socialize, right? So repeat this. In spirit and in truth. In spirit, because in spirit, bro, you, you get understanding. One of the things that the Holy Spirit, one of the biggest job of the Holy Spirit, you can say is to bring you understanding, it's to connect you with the Bible, because that's the author of the Bible. So there's no truth without the Spirit. Those two goes hand in hand, right? So once you have that understanding, then, then that works on your mind, your, your psychology. It works on you. You get an understanding of who you are and your purpose and how God feels about you and all these ologies, bro. <laughs> like all these ologies. But you start getting an understanding and start re- getting a revelation of who you are and who God is and how he wants to be worshipped. And then that starts to influence how you worship. So, yes, it's a heart posture thing. So, yes, you will be. This is how you be transformed by the text. So your heart posture changes. But then. I'll say that your reflect your worship becomes a reflection of your understanding or over your relationship with who God is. So how do you worship? There's no blueprint to worship. There's no there's no text and be like raise your hand, sing. No, no, that's religious. It's based all is literally based on your relationship and your understanding. It's based in spirit and in truth. That's how you worship. I hope I answered the question. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, bro. Apostle, prophet, pastor, reverend, deacon, building in the building, bro. Hey, bro. Next, bro. How do we worship? So I'm going to need you to say everything again because I didn't hear a word. I'm a pastor on this one, bro. Uh, oh. All righty, then. <laughs> um but yeah but yeah um i'm gonna i'm gonna steal that worship and spirit and the truth thing because that is um like dylan was saying um you know that is where everything starts right where, where everything starts actually it's, it's spirit you know what i'm saying um because god is spirit 
everything that he requires of us must be gotten through the spirit. This is why he doesn't like works alone. Because works alone are not done in the spirit. You can't do works alone in the spirit. The only way God will accept your works is if they are works empowered by God. We'll say it again. The only way God will accept your works is if they're works empowered by God. This is why the Bible says that faith without works is dead. Because in order for your works, it, here's the thing. The works and the faith, they go hand in hand. Now, it's for by grace we've been saved through faith. So you don't need works to be saved. But your faith means nothing without your works. Because it's the spirit who brings that conviction, who inspires the faith, who will then lead to your working. Like Dylan was saying, all that bibliography to anthropology to sociology stuff. Uh-huh. Let me simplify it in a way that, you know, people can actually understand. Feel me. Um, also known as, bro, it is no longer your works, now it is his works. There you go. That's, that's what Paul said. He said that what? For I have died, I have been crucified with Christ. And then he was what? Raised with him. Now I live. Nevertheless, not I, but Christ who lives in me. So now, as a dead man, a dead woman, a dead person, you cannot then go and say, okay, let's praise, let's worship, let's go to church, let's, you know. Because if it's Christ living inside of you, and you push the one who's actually alive out of the way, remember, in him is life and life in abundance. If God is spirit, then life and life in abundance is only found where? In the spirit. You need the spirit for life. It's simple. So if you need the spirit for life and the, and the spirit we, that we get from God, that life that we get is found in Christ, then you need to, it needs to be Christ who is doing that thing, who's doing that work through you. As you do that, then, as Dylan was saying, your worship, there's no blueprint that says, okay, lift your hand like this. Make sure that your fingers are stretched out this way. Because if they're like this, it means that you almost want to close your hand and God's going to send you to hell because it's like this. You look like a bear. No, 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 no. Make sure that your hand is at a 90 degree angle. Because I hope this is 90 degrees. Because if it's not at 90 degrees, God will send you to an 190 degree burning pit. Uh, make sure that you're standing up straight because if you're not standing, God doesn't like ugly. So man, and if you're tired, is your sacrifice that you're making? <laughs> <laughs> Who told you that? Who took, what part of your Bible did you read that said none? You because you didn't read it. Because if you read your Bible, you know it doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. You can't lock yourself in a room with your Bible and genuinely believe that the way to worship is no. Hey, check this out. Check this out. If you're not standing up straight, you're standing up gay. And you know how God feels about that, bro. Like, mad time, bro. That's what this I thought you were going to say, really. That's what I thought you were going to say, bro, when you said I'm standing up straight. Yeah, 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 yeah. He said, I didn't, I didn't get at first. He said, if you're not standing up straight. <laughs> you got, you, bro, y'all tripping, bro. Y'all can't hey. do this to me, bro. Hey, hey, <laughs> Hey, I'm going on mute. Hey, 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 Dylan, come back. Don't leave me out here, bro. Don't do this oh, to me, God forgive us. Amen. Hey, now go ahead. Go ahead. Just cut that. Just cut that down out. Just cut that down out. If we can. Anyway. You really think it should be cut out? You really think it needs to be cut out for real? I'm going to have to bust out the editing skills, see if I can't learn how to censor, bro. I don't know. But, uh, oh, all right. Let me redeem myself, bro. Anyway, you know what I mean? So what I learned, what I learned this past uh, three days, bro, do not understand the difference between worship and prayer. You know what I mean? And uh, somebody broke it down to me right now. And he said that you can worship while you're praying, you know, but you can't. We started singing. We all started singing, you know what I mean? And 
it was a really intimate affair you know because that's what it is you're you're being you're being consecrated by the spirit you 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 are you're being intimate just as you would with with the one that you love you know because this is the one that loves you this is the one that covers you don't look at me like that nah 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 you don't i don't even think you heard what you just said bro what did i say Go ahead, finish. Nah, you you just spinning right now, bro. Go ahead. Oh, oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. The one that covers you, the one that loves you. You know what I mean? The one that um <clears throat> is putting his life inside of you. You know what I mean? His his energy inside of you. You know, like it's just and after you after you experience that, bro. You're like I don't I don't want to get I don't want to get too graphic, you know, but you're like, uh, it's it's like a a woman that has just consecrated her marriage. You know, after you after you first been consecrated, you have that desire for more. You know, you have you 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 want to go back. You you don't ever want to leave the thing that's penetrated you penetrated your heart your spirit you know not 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 <laughs> i hate that <bro. clears throat> but you know like you don't ever want to leave that that presence you want to dwell in that presence for the rest of your life you know and that's exactly what it is like spiritual consecration bro that's all it is to it Oh, oh. Really, really is a child, y'all. Really is a child. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Really, take a break, bro. Take a break. Take a break. I was so hard. Yeah. I was. I promise. It's okay. I'm messing with what he's saying, though. Like, like that. No, 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 no. I agree. I agree. Because here's, here's the thing, I, and that's that's why I was that's why I was looking at what I was looking at because it's like. It just it hit me, bro. You know what I'm saying is that I go, when people will say they'll try to give you a specific way to the only specific way God gave us to worship is spirit and truth. I'm gonna say it slow. The only specific way God gave us to worship is spirit and truth. And then what he added was things like music, where we can worship through the expression of song. Things like works, where we can worship through the expression of the things that we do. That type of stuff. You know what I'm but our worship will differ from who we are depending on depending on our relationship with God just like how the way Dylan will love his wife in the future won't be the way I love my wife in the future because my relationship to my wife and his relationship to his wife are two completely different things whether they both be wives it'll be two completely different things or let's not even use two different people my relationship to dylan's mother and his relationship y'all already said though y'all already said though i like what you said willie i love what, I what said, you said willie what i said sir. you know what you said i said two different wives yeah my relationship yeah. His relationship to his own mother are two completely different things because even though it's the same woman right my relationship to her and his relationship to her are not necessarily on the same level so the way i act towards her the way i speak the things that i do will look different we might both respect her we might both love her but because of the level the different levels of in in the relationship there will be a different way that it looks and it's the same thing with worship so long as it's in spirit and in truth Whatever the circumstance is, whatever the boundary is, because obviously, if worship was Hallelujah, salvation and glory, then then I mean, where do I do? What do I do with every every other part of my life when I'm sitting at work and I don't have time to sing? I'm not worshiping. Then should God strike me down because if I'm supposed to be worshiping, I'm not worshiping it because I'm not singing. Or if it's works, but it's praise and worship at church. If I'm supposed to be praising and worshiping, but if I'm praising and worshiping, but it's supposed to be works, how can I work, but I'm singing? How can I focus on, you see what I'm saying? So it's what's, it's the spirit and it's the truth behind it. What Dylan was saying, once you have that revelation, 
that revelation of what it is that God has done for you, what it is that God has done in your life. I mean, the words in whatever song you're singing will come to life. The things that you're doing, I mean, you'll love to do them. You know, God, even though this job is hard, even though I don't like this job, I thank you for it because I'm doing it for your glory. I'm doing it for you. All that stuff. You know what I'm saying? You start to see God in that type of stuff. You start to see God in those things. But I do want to address, on that note, less because I, what I just did right there, we, that, that, can, we, that can be added the caveat of prayer as it goes with worship. So then let me address that question. Let, let's, let's ask that question about the difference between worship and prayer. Is worship, are, are worship and prayers synonymous? Are they one and the same? Can you have worship and not have prayer? Can you have prayer and not have worship? Do we worship inside of prayer? What are the all all the all that nitty-gritty? So well, like I was saying, bro, you know what I mean? They're not inherently the same thing. Uh when you kneel down and you're you know, you're having your conversation, you know, like the spirit, the spirit of creation is really your lover, you know, the one that loves you, you know the one that is covering you. So, you know, how you lay with your lover and when you're in your marital bed, you know, you guys can have that conversation right there. But it's not the same as that intense, passionate union that happens when you're, when you're, when your bodies come together. You know what I'm saying? It's not the same. The worship is not the same as the intense, passionate union that happens when you're when your when his spirit touches your soul, you know what I mean, and it and it, and it's not, and it just just like just like a real human pregnancy, bro. You know the only difference is like it's no nine month incubating period. You know it does take some time for you to be completely consecrated, but you know when that spirit, when you when you join your spirit, your soul with his spirit, like the result is. Is 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 something you know? It's something great. It's, it's righteousness. It's the the um, you can bring more souls to Christ. You can you can cast demons out. You can um, you can do a lot of a lot of things. Like you're not the same. You've you've basically given birth to 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 somebody else. Somebody else entirely, bro. Just like a just like a human pregnancy, bro. And it might take a little more more or less time, but you know that's what it is. And the Hebrew, the soul is masculine. I mean, the, the spirit is masculine. The soul is feminine. Feel me? When that union comes together, bro, it, the the it, it produce it produces a a product just like a human pregnancy, bro. But this product is is so much more valuable, even even to a newborn child. Bro, so much more valuable. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I like, I like, I like your way of comparing the human pregnancy to the, the, the interaction between the spirits and the soul. Because a lot of things that are in the physical, or the, a lot of things that we do, is a reflection of something that God has already done. Um, there's a pattern that you start to notice a lot of things that you know. We do here it reflects our relationship with God, but difference between worship and prayer, right? Um, as Sue said, there are two different entities, but they could cross paths, right? You could end up worshiping in your prayers, right? And while you worship, you could end up praying. Um, I'll say this, right. One of the biggest examples of when you talk about the contrast of worship and prayer is David, right? A man who worshiped God, <laughs> a man who worshiped God like no other, right? He learned how God wanted to be worshipped. That's, that's another thing. I wanted to talk about that earlier, but you also have to know how God wants to be worshipped as well. He mastered that craft. I mean, he mastered that craft like no other. But in prayer, right, giving reverence to God, you know, because, you know, I don't know about y'all, but 
you know, when I pray, I end up, you know, I may come in for something completely different, but I end up thanking God more than I do anything else, right? And, and praising him and giving him glory and stuff like that. But in prayer, right, you can end up worshiping in your prayers, whilst worship is solely dedicated to the reverence to his kingdom, to who he is, and acknowledging, just reflecting his love right back to him. That's why it's in spirit, it's in truth, because again, in spirit. And that's funny because if you want to talk about truth, truth, truth and knowledge have the same like connotation when you talk about the text. And that also goes into light. So you reflect the light. Right? So dang, I don't want to go theological chat. But <laughs> the the point is, is that you know, yeah, worship is a very specific thing that we do, right? which brings God glory, which we do out of our own hearts is a heart posture thing. Whereas we could do it in our prayers, but they're not the same, right? So, yeah. yeah. Human spices. Human spices. That's me. Okay, so I was just thinking, and like the only thing that can come to my well, a couple of things come to my mind, but I'll say like inherently, like sometimes prayer can be selfish, it can be like in our own interest, but worship is something that cannot be selfish at all. Like the very like essence of worship is selflessness and like letting go of that dead man that wants to, you know, take control. It's sacrifice. So that's one difference because even in our prayer, you know, sometimes it takes sacrifice to pray, but at the end of the day, it benefits us. Like it builds our spirit. Um, it builds our connection with God that ends up benefiting, benefiting us anyway. But worship is something, it's like, it's a lifestyle. Prayer is not a lifestyle. You can cultivate prayer into the lifestyle of worship, but worship in itself is a lifestyle. Like Willie said, it's a posture, it's a position, like it's so much more than an act. It's more than an action. It's like, it's a being, if that even makes sense. Like it's being something, it's facing something. It's, it's so much more than just a prayer. Not to squash prayer, because it's very important, but like worship, I don't think you can successfully walk this Christian life without worship. Like it, you're not even. What are you doing? Giving Lord, Lord, and Lord is like I literally never knew you. If you try to live this life without worship, so that's awesome. back it up, back it up, back it up. What's your wristband? That was close. You, she articulated what I was trying to like. Like, thank God, man. That the thing is that our life should be worship driven. The things that we do should be for the glory of God. And then through that, we do that. And, and through that, that you, you see us doing prayers. You see us do other actions and other stuff like that, that represent that, right? So it's not the other way around. It's not like, oh, a prayerful life is gonna be, no. The first thing is you want to glorify God. You want to worship him and anything like that. And then through prayer and through other means and through songs and to hymns and all these other things is how you do that. But worship is usually the goal. And yeah, no, you, you got it. You got it. You're that guy. You're that, bro, you're that gal. Bro, 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 so much more detail I want to go into, bro. But like I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's it's too it's it's too you feel me. Go go ahead, bro. Might have, <clears throat> might have. You can't <laughs> go down, bro. Go down. That's your show, bro. This is not hear me out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We got we got schedule keeping all that. I'm thinking we could if y'all if y'all want, we can do a part two. We don't have to split this one. We can do a part two if y'all want. We can come here uh next week. All right, cool, cool. We can we can we can sit on this. Um so Sue, you have more time to um expound on stuff that you're saying. And I want to touch on what um 
Dawa was saying, actually, because it reminds me of when we did the episode on prayer, one of the, I think it might have been the first episode on prayer, and Dar took, um, actually, the Lord's Prayer, uh, right? That, what was it saying? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And one thing that I had, I heard, I forget where I heard it, but I heard, is, I mean, when you look, and, and she was explaining, she was breaking down um, the how the Lord's Prayer is not a prayer that we're supposed to pray every single day, like you get on your hands and knees and say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, or other than that, you know, uh, nah, nah, you know what I'm saying? That's not, that's not, I mean, that's, that, that's not doing anything. You're just repeating words that you saw in a book. It's not doing anything, right? Um, but in that criteria that Jesus was giving us as far as how to pray, the first thing he does, he says, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Now, the first thing Jesus does is make sure the worship goes to God. I am coming to you, God, as the one who I worship, my Father who is in heaven, that place where resources are overflowing, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And then after that, he starts talking about himself. Give us this day our daily bread, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. So like Dar was saying, don't please don't misinterpret what she's saying. Call her a blasphemer and say, oh, she's not a Christian. She's saying we shouldn't pray. But Jesus said we should pray. Men ought always to pray. What's wrong with Dar? Is she not one of Don't misinterpret what she's saying. She's not saying that there's there, there's no need for prayer. And she's not saying that worship worship more than you pray. No. I would dare to say if you're really worshiping, prayer will follow. If you don't pray, question if you're worshiping. That doesn't mean that prayer is worship. But if you don't pray, question, do I really worship God? You know why? You know why? Because if you worship this guy, there's a reason. Just keep up with me here. Keep up with me. Dylan was explaining it well, that we worship in spirit and in truth, that by the power of the spirit that's giving us this revelation of this faith, we do things and we do them. And when they ask you, Willie, Dar, Sue, Dylan, why do you worship God? You can make a list of all the things he's done for you. And if not that, the blood. You can say that. You can say that. You can see the things that he's done. So guess what? If you worship him, you worship your God for the things that he's done and who he is and what he is and what he means. How can you not pray that that God will do more so you can have more testimony so you can keep worshiping? It's impossible. It doesn't make sense. Prayerlessness comes from worshiplessness. If you don't worship, you won't pray. I promise. Because guess what? When you, and here, and I'll put it this way too. Oh, but I, well, I don't really worship that much, but I pray. If you're praying and you don't have worship, this is where you get into the territory that Dar was saying where it becomes selfish. It becomes you driven. It becomes prosperity gospel. It becomes given it shall be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, which is taken completely out of context. You reap what you sow. Completely out of context. God, if I give $1,000 to this pastor man that I saw on TV, then boom, I'm rich now. Because you said it, right? Didn't you say that? And everybody starts shouting. When the pastor comes, he said, receive, receive your car. Receive your house. Receive your shoes. Receive your, your mansion. Receive your, receive your, receive your. And everybody's clapping. Oh, man, man, man. I receive down. Tell the church, shut up and be quiet. Sit. You receive, you receive, you receive, you receive. Why should you receive? Why should you receive? Why should you receive? Think about it. I mean, it's it goes it goes back to the process of literally just saying thank you. This is the ABCs of life that they used to teach you in pre-K. When somebody does something for you, you say thank you. When somebody does something you like, you say thank you. And when you do something that somebody likes, you expect them to say that you expect appreciation to be shown. It doesn't mean stop doing good things for people because they aren't showing you appreciation. No, it doesn't mean that. But why should God, who owes nothing to nobody, 
pay attention to you and your small Nissan Altima that you that you've been praying for for 16 years. That silver thing that you've been praying for 16 years. You found it on eBay. Yeah. It, already has, it already has 150,000 miles. But you've been begging for it. You've been you buy cars on eBay. Yeah, but yeah. You've been, I mean, you've been you've been calling every angel. Father God, I call angels right now. Send me my car. I need my car right in uh, every single. I mean, you're having Terry's. You're praying for five hours, just blasting in tongues because you want a car. I give it to you when you don't even have a testimony. Somebody comes to you say, Sister Johnson, um, what has God done for you? I'm believing in God for a new car. <laughs> God for a new car. Oh. We said, what has he done for you? You're telling me what you're believing in him for. Do you see the, the language that people use in church? Mm. Listen to the language people use in church. You, you ask God, you, you ask somebody, sister, brother, what has God done for you? And they tell you what they're believing in God for. To say that I don't have anything to worship God for until I get what I'm believing for. In which universe? Because if it's God that you believe, the only thing you should be believing in him for is him. Oh my God. He gave you the spirit. Talk it. I mean, I'm just on. Oh, thank you. I promise the thing just hit my head out of nowhere. I'm telling you, I'm, this Holy Spirit. A lot of things no, hit your head out of nowhere. I'm just, no, that's how it is. Because we'd be singing, God, no, and then we'd be like, God, can I have this, 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 this? There's nothing wrong with asking your father for things. There's nothing wrong with asking for gifts. There's nothing wrong with asking for blessings. But the blessings will come. The gifts will come. The overflow will come. The money will come if you're doing the things that you're supposed to be doing. If God is, is calling you to go be a missionary across the nations and you need money, why shouldn't the money follow you? If he said go and you go, I mean... But if you don't worship, this, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. If, if your worship is, like Dylan said, spirit and truth. You know why you worship in spirit and truth? Because worship is only worship when it's in spirit and truth. Because when it's in spirit and truth, it's you telling God, God, I recognize that every single thing you're asking me to do, you will provide when I get there. So if you say turn left and the left is a dead end, I will turn. Because the moment I turn, I know you will make a road. I know. So I worship you, even though it looks like there's nowhere for me to go. You said left. I will turn this car left, even if I don't know what's going to happen. I'll turn the car left. Testimony upon testimony upon testimony. I mean, please, stop telling people what you're believing God for. Amen. Hallelujah. He's going to give you whatever you need in due time. Whatever you want in due time, if it's in his will. But if you don't have a testimony, you have a testimony. I mean, there's, some, there's something in your, that you're not. All right. I saw your hand, bro. Go ahead. Man, like you want you made me want to go down, do a breakdown of like the Lord's Prayer, bro, because it's stacked, bro. Like, give us a daily bread. But look, but look, 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 look. Let me tell y'all this, bro. This is why I said your worship is a reflection of your relationship with God. I keep saying that. I keep saying it's your reflection because if your worship is not pure, and again, with with spirit, spirit, and in truth, truth. That truth part, let's understand, is 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 a, is a two way street. That truth, bro, it's not only the way. You, it's not about your truth, like like how how you understand. It's also about you understanding or or the truth that God has revealed to you. So that's why I say it's a reflection of your relationship. Because if you were talking about some, yeah, 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 where's your God? Because He'll give me this and that. I can see now that you don't understand it. That your mind, your truth, your knowledge, the light. Has not has, has the revelation has not been there of you even understanding the purpose for why he even gives you gifts to even begin with. Mm. Mm. People don't have an eternity mindset. Mm. So this is why people renounce their faith when their business didn't go well or when they did this. <laughs> it's funny because me and Pastor Peter was talking about how somebody was trying to start. Uh, he said, he said, yeah, I renounced my faith because God said he was going to uh, bless my business and he hasn't done that. And he asked him, what business are you doing? He said, I'm doing, um, he, he doing pharmaceutical. And now you ask black people what pharmaceutical is, bro. Cannabis. <laughs> I'm like, ah! I'm like, what? Like, 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 what is this? Like, like, what, what, what is this? Oh. 
you don't even understand the things that you're supposed to be doing to begin with. Then you want to renounce and then talk about this and that, bro. But like, come on now. Come on now. Again, it's a reflection. So look, this is why, and it goes back to our old time. This is why we're able to judge because we've done this. We do this. Mm-hmm. We have done this. So we can see and be like, you know what? I could tell you this and that, but I could tell your prayer life, your worship life, based on the things that you even say about God. I'm done, bro. <laughs> so am I. So we. We're done. Part two. Stay tuned. Yeah, Part two is a two stack, bro. Part two, you, you gotta have to give me the rock, bro. The Lord's prayer, I'm gonna have to break that. It's too much. Nah, yeah, y'all don't understand, bro. I'm gonna tell you something, bro. I'm gonna say this for you. We're gonna leave this this way, bro. You know what I'm saying, <clears throat> learn to live and have a lifestyle of worship. Everybody's always saying, asking questions. Well, I mean, I know in the Bible says you're supposed to have a prayer life. How do I have a prayer life? Oh, but I don't understand. I don't have anything to pray about. I don't have anything that you worship in spirits and truth. Okay. So even at prayer, I hope you guys understand. We already explained that worship, proceeding from your worship, your worship will birth. Oh, what Sue was saying? Your worship will birth prayer. Your worship will give birth to that intimate connection between the lover of your soul and your soul. It will birth prayer. I love that. I love the in-text citation you just gave me. I appreciate that. Yeah, that. You know, because the guy right there, he doesn't give me in-text citations right next to you. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> it was hiding his face. So if you want to know, well, how? Because we, we had a topic a long time ago about prayer and all that stuff. You want to know things because everybody's like, I don't have to. My prayers don't go long enough because I don't have things to pray about. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You won't. You won't run out of things to pray about, so long as you're tapping into the unending source of wisdom and knowledge and revelation. If you open that book that let that's that you're keeping dusting on the shelf. And find the countless things that he's done for you, the countless promises that he's made. If you would take your time to listen to this, if you would do that, if you would humble yourself and avail yourself to let the spirit do what he does and tell and, and la- allow him to lead you to where the truth is. The truth, the first place he'll lead you before he leads you to the nations, he'll lead you to that book that you don't like. That's the first place he'll take you before he takes you flying across the seas and preaching to the whole world. Yes, Jesus, 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 Jesus. You know, before the disciples preached to anybody, Jesus was speaking to them. The word. They were in the word before they were in the world. Okay, we're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. Wait, wait. Before you finish, right? You know how the Bible says you will go onto um, Judea and Samaria and into the ends of the earth? Mm. Even the way he, he said the Judea and Samaria or whatever, like location-wise, it's the closest first, and then it goes out. So you have to start. You have to start where you are now. Mm. You have the have the Bible. You are not reading it now. Okay, I'm finished. I hope you guys please write. You have to go. You need to go into the Word before you go into the world. Please catch that one and write it down. You have to go into the Word before you go into the world because you can't preach the gospel to the nations until you know the gospel. That gospel's in the world. Okay. Dylan, you say you want to close? Yeah, bro. You know, first of all, for those of you, I'm going to do what Sue be doing, bro. For those of you guys who are not the, theologians, bro, Christ is the word. So the disciples were with Christ, and Christ is the word, bro. I just, I just, y'all didn't even peep that. You know what I'm saying? Christ is the word, and the disciples were with the word. Ah, anyways, bro. <laughs> but let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all this. In, Everything that we do, I feel like we've been having a consistent message that an underlying message that y'all have not, y'all may or may not have understood yet. In everything that you do, in everything that relates to this Christian walk, this Christian faith, and all this and that, it comes through your understanding and the revelation of who God is. And then that stuff is going to influence. It's going to learn. Again, it goes back to that whole biblicalologies, but I'm going to use regular words for y'all. You understanding who God is is going to help you understand who you are. And then that's going to affect the way you move and the way you do certain things. It's going to affect your heart posture, and that's how the change and intensification process happened. 
Because you now, it's all through revelation. It's all through understanding everything like that. So you can't worship without knowledge. And I'm not talking about just like regular knowledge rules. I'm talking about knowledge as in revelation, as in light, as in truth. <laughs> so in everything that we do, prayer, worship, all this and that, all that, it starts with your relationship to God, with God. I now, Willie, bro, pull up the music, bro. I'm going to do a little outro, bro. Thank you guys for tuning in. You know what I'm saying? This has been a very great conversation. Next week, we're going to... I'm. Uh, oh, my gosh. I don't even... I can't even... I want to talk so much right now. But look, this week, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna really give you some breakdowns. You know what I'm saying? So appreciate you guys for tuning in. Wait for next week, Monday. We're going live on Monday at 6, 6.30 now. So don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. And turn on the post notification bell. And this has been Hear Me Out. Oh, God dang. This has been Unfiltered. <laughs> and we out. <laughs>